0: Good morning, this is Paul Petrov and you are listening to episode number 27 of the morning show for Managers. The topic for this morning is Barriers to Change. This is also the name of my new third book so you can take a look at it on Amazon. Now I will be discussing the barriers for change and there's one important thing for you to remember all real barriers to change are internal. Now, I will list some of them and I will end up the episode with a couple of questions that you can use for self-reflection or also for team discussion. But the important thing here is that all real, I'm not talking about the artificial barriers, the real barriers are within. Now, the first barrier is the lack of clarity. The mistake that managers often make here is to assume that their minds clarity, so the picture that they have in their minds, is the same as the clarity in the other people's minds on their teams. Overcoming this mistake is achieved by simplifying the message and using the most straightforward possible language full of understandable pictures and metaphors. For example, Suppose changes are being made to synchronize processes between different departments. And instead of explaining the goals and purpose in dozens of slides packed with numbers and calculations, there's something else that you can do. In this case, it is much easier to explain the memo in a simple message or in a simple slide. We make a change so we can all roll in one direction. That's it, short and clear. To roll in one direction, we must all see the direction first and second, we need to get to work, start rowing, nothing more. So This is the first barrier, lack of clarity. The second barrier is the lack of focus. Once the purpose and steps of change have been clarified, it is time to make it happen. At this stage, there is nothing more confusing than the frequent change of priorities overcoming this barrier is achieved by clearly defining who is doing what by when and daily alignment of this focus who is doing what by when barrier number three the third barrier to change is inertia and the comfort zone people feel safe when they know what they are doing and have done and done it many times. This protects them from mistakes and saves them energy. But only when the external environment does not change. In large companies it is possible to form remote islands of comfort zones simply because external dynamic change does not reach these inland islands of comfort zones. The way to get out of inertia and the comfort zone is by Bringing these people closer to the changes taking place in the external environment. This is it. So instead of you as a manager acting as a buffer between the real life challenges, changes, uh, and the changes that have to be undertaken in the company, don't just for a brief while, don't be a buffer. Let your people feel the external change. Barrier number four. The fourth barrier is the natural resistance that occurs when changes imposed from the outside by force. Here, I cannot help but draw an analogy with the Newton's third law, which states for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. Except for the world of physics, I think that this law also works in teams let's look at the situation with the coronavirus any average person would agree that walking in the park and hanging out with random people at the time at that time is not a good idea almost no one no one will go uh, to make this risk, to take this risk, if he is aware of this risk. But when someone outside forbids walking in the park, the bank creates natural resistance because it is imposed by outside force. We do not react to the health restriction and protection against the virus, but to the restriction of our right to choose where to take a walk. Something similar happens in teams when they are about to go through some organizational changes. Even if these changes lead to something better, they will enjoy, in quotes, not really enjoy, but let's say they will enjoy people's natural resistance and Newton's third law in a team environment if they are imposed by force from outside the fourth barrier can be summarized by the conclusion that people are not against change but uh, they are against someone else trying to change them overcoming this barrier how can you overcome this barrier Hmm? (laughs) you didn't expect me asking you a question but overcoming this barrier can happen by integrating people's opinions before change starts. At the same time, it can be uh, if you integrate their opinion, it can increase people people's involvement in the implementation phase. It can also improve the way it is executed by avoiding pitfalls that are probably not visible to everyone and they are not particularly visible to managers who may look at things from above and have no real idea of what is happening at a different company levels this was barrier number four the next one the fifth barrier to change is the fear of the unknown this fear can be beneficial as it can prevent us from taking unhealthy risks but This is only valid if we observe our anxiety and use it as a warning tool in decision making. If instead of us managing this fear, it sits in the driver's seat, something else happens. We find ourselves where the fear itself will take us. And it will take us in the worst-case scenario. It is only natural in this case that we have to not desire to take action for change, if we imagine and see the worst case scenario. The fifth barrier can be overcome. How do you think can be overcome the fear of the unknown? Let's pause for a second. I'll give you my suggestion, but just take a second to answer these questions. Uh, this question. How can you overcome the fear of the unknown? The 5th barrier can be overcome by objectively looking at different change scenarios. Optimistic scenario, realistic and pessimistic. Then the fear of the unknown gives way to something with denser contours, such as a plan of action with concrete measures to go through change. And this was the fifth barrier. So when you start planning and getting ready with these three scenarios, realistic, pessimistic, optimistic, at least we feel prepared for the unknown. All right, and this this is one of the ways to decrease the fear of the unknown. There are undoubtedly many other barriers that block change at the individual and team levels. What can be useful in realizing or going to change? is to stop the forced pressure, the abrupt and emotional change of priorities, the constant exchange of arguments why the change should happen, and the pursuit of deadlines. Instead of forcing and pushing, one can stop and pay attention to the real barriers blocking change in the moment. And the real ones are always internal. Two questions to wrap up the episode. Question number one. What is the most significant barrier to change for you? You can listen again to the episode. There are five or you can uh, find them in the book if you prefer to read them. Uh, You can get the book on Amazon. But what is the most significant barrier to change for you? And question number two. Who is responsible for removing the barriers to change in your team? There's no one single answer. Think about it. Uh, Or you can uh, get this question for a discussion who is responsible for moving the barriers to change in your team? So, this was episode number 27. Have a good day and talk to you soon.